0: Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joy Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Wow.
1: Judy, screening your calls, toll free at 1-866-405-8405. And on the show today, I think we're going to have Lou Harris, although we... She's supposed to be here now, and she isn't. Yeah,
2: we're waiting for her to call. Still waiting. The phones are silent. Okay. The that, sounds of silence. This
1: is her second time on the show, though. Yes. It so is. this is uh, she's uh, when well, she's got to promote that whole wolf stock thing. I know. Come we on were, to we're here promote to help
3: that. her. Yes. <sighs> okay.
4: She's like she's like a huge star. She uh, is really. I mean, she, what
1: you guys yeah. do? I don't know, you know what you, we did. I, uh, you obviously, did something. She's not I calling in. yeah Maybe I she's too know. big for Animal Radio now.
2: Maybe. No,
4: don't say things like that.
1: Well, let's that's see. Right. We
4: spoke to her. i still here. Three years. Yeah, that should say it. That. right. What are you going to be talking about today?
5: I'm going to be talking about some quick clean products, things that you could do on the fly. You got a dirty dog, a dirty cat, a little spray, a little powder, a little brush, bing, bang, boom, you're done.
1: Bing, that's bang, boom. That's what I'm going to be boom. talking about. Just like yes. that. Okay. Just like that. Stacy, <laughs> what are you working on?
3: Well, this is going to sound like a horror movie, but there's this giant snail that's attacking Florida. I'm not kidding, but it also poses uh, a risk because it can carry meningitis. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. A snail with meningitis.
5: Ew.
6: Yeah, they're like as big as like small rodents, I understand. Oh,
4: God! You know, that's just another reason you wouldn't want to live. Why would anybody, I mean, I, Florida, I, we have affiliates there? <laughs>
7: Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, what
4: a beautiful, beautiful place. I mean, if you like water bugs that are three feet long, let's say, and live everywhere, and you know, big giant snails, alligators coming at you in the parking lot of your work, it is a wonderful place to live.
6: Yeah. Well, you know, I have a problem because, you know, with a lot of these snails, um people put out of uh, snail, snail bait, bait or slug bait. Yeah. yeah. And I've actually, I've been in California and you guys got a lot of slugs out there, I got to say. Yeah. So, but it can be very dangerous and very toxic these um, you know, these pesticides that they're using to kill snails and slugs. So, you really have to be careful with that.
2: Mm-hmm. We also got the people putting out the bowls of beer. Isn't that so how they, you get rid of snails yeah. with beer? And the dogs I have are licking it.
4: At- I have a question. Yeah, how long did Noah have to wait for the snails to get to the ark?
2: Well, he invited him before he even started building.
1: Speaking of Noah's Ark, you're booking
2: him? Yeah, I'm going to get this him. This
1: guy in Florida yeah. is building an ark.
2: Building a real-life ark. A real no, real-life Noah's Ark. Yeah, and I guess you, they're getting him for building or code violations on it or something. And oh, he'll stiff
1: us next weekend right here on Animal Radio. <laughs>
7: yes, he will. <laughs> yes.
1: Since this is Amy Lou's second time on, Judy thinks she has her number in her Rolodex, so she's going to go check now. Wow, you must be. She's like a huge, huge star.
5: And just think, in your Rolodex.
1: Not mine, Judy's Rolodex. I bet she, she and Judy judy probably would love each other i'm with judy for her
4: rolodex
7: <laughs>
4: first of all you know i bet you the young folks don't even know what a rolodex is you know what you're right
5: people listening yeah. and say what the hell are they talking? a rolodex yeah, it sounds like a it sounds like a um fitness machine i'm gonna
4: work yeah, on a exactly. rolodex today when
1: i was a kid i had to enter every name and phone number with a pen <laughs>
4: Think about how much things have changed in just 20 years. Except
5: the training and the grooming um, industry. So, see, we got job security there.
4: Joey, I was so sad you weren't here last week. I, I introduced my new feature, Will This Get Dr. Debbie Excited?
5: That's your new feature. Okay. Yeah, that's and my how to, new how to feature, go over yeah.
4: Getting all keyed up for my Will This Get Dr. Debbie Excited segment. I'm, I'm loaded with information and knowledge that, uh, that doesn't go together properly in my head. Hmm. Can you give us a tease? Well, uh, yes. Uh, let me let me look up my segment here. I, let me let me get out my elaborate notes, my teleprompter. Hold on. Uh, my Dr. Debbie segment today concerns the spider goat and uh, also the praying mantis. So what I've got is an educational side of the spectrum, and then I've got the you know the uh, the sex part because I know she likes that.
1: <laughs> You're getting to know her pretty damn
5: well. All right, I'm looking <laughs> forward to hearing this. The spider goat alone has got my interest.
4: Yeah, the the spider goat is fascinating, Joey. Fascinating. You
5: know, I thought I seen one. I thought I seen a goat in a web um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, up, up up by the by the garage.
4: I gotta come up with a will
1: this get Joey Vellani excited feature.
5: Oh, I get excited easy.
1: Food. <laughs> Food. Show him a pepperoni pizza. <laughs>
5: no, listen, I I haven't had white flour now in about five weeks and it's wow i shouldn't say it's killing me but that was the next step i wasn't dropping anymore and all of a sudden i did this and in four weeks i just started
0: shedding again so i'll bet you're pooping good too Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joy Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis.
1: Oh, let's just not forget the studio stunt dog who's screening your calls. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. She's a very, very, very talented dog. A lot of people know that. Alan actually trained her to uh, answer the phones and sit next to you hold a polite conversation very well-behaved dog
2: very socialized
5: you know i'm still not used to this new introductions here you know
1: the new voice
5: oh, the new guy? The, Barry
1: guy the very white guy new
5: guy yes yes um it's um i'm just not used to it yet
1: i'll tell you all the ladies here in the office want to meet him
2: i know debbie loves him yeah <laughs> hi debbie she's looking at me <laughs> she's over in the green room
3: stacy what are you working on well, coming up, this golden retriever is being blamed for a murder scare that was seen on Google Earth. I'll tell you about it. There was blood and everything. Coming up on Animal Radio News. I Can't wait for that on Google, Google Earth. Google Earth, yeah, really. <laughs> Google Earth. Wow, they you got Google. everything. <laughs> Finding murder scenes on
5: Google Earth.
2: Boy, well, you can't they get a dog. used to anything these days. Hey,
4: you can at least you can
1: really say the dog did it. You ever use Google Earth? It's kind of it's creepy, kind of. I'm looking at you right now shirtless okay so we're supposed to have Emily Lou harris on today Let's, uh, yeah the, the it elephant in the room doesn't look doesn't good doesn't look good i'm oh, sorry guys. i would say that maybe she stiffed us or blew us off but she's been on no. before she has been on. she's before. a big animal lover so and she's, she's
2: got to have a good reason something
1: something very important yeah because you
2: don't
4: get to be that big no. by you know ignoring the little people by
2: blowing everybody
4: she's off. got
1: a concert yeah. coming up called Woofstock. And uh, last year it was a big concert. She was supposed to make an announcement today of all the uh, lineup.
2: Yeah, well, maybe something concert. happened to one of her puppies, or maybe she's adopting one out, or maybe something something good. Do
1: we have a backup? Anybody that'll come in and a pinch and fill in, and uh, you know?
2: How about uh, Ken Howard?
1: Ken Howard. Yeah, he was is that Ron Howard's younger brother. No, no relation. No, no, no relation. No, this
2: is Ken Howard. He's an actor. He, uh, white he, Shadow. Yeah, he was yeah. the he was the
1: coach in the White Shadow. Yeah. wasn't he in The Office or he's, he's, yeah. he's
2: done some appearances on The Office and Thirty Rock. He has one of those faces like you you'll see his face and say, "Oh yeah, I've seen that guy in lots of things."
1: Okay, so he'll be on in place of Emmy Lou today.
2: We're hoping, unless he does. Does he have any Grammys?
1: Too? Did he win any Grammys? Because Emmy won twelve Grammys. Did
2: she? Does no, he I have a know.
1: concert going on like Wolfstock? I just want to know these things before I go on the air with him.
2: He, he, he's won a Tony and an Emmy. A Tony so and an Emmy. So does that qualify him for...
1: Well, right. that is well pretty there good. you go. That ranks. One Tony and one Emmy equals a Grammy? I have an
5: Uncle Tom, Tony and an Aunt Emmy. Does that matter?
1: <laughs> okay, so we'll be talking <laughs> to Ken in just a moment right here on Animal Radio. Answering your questions. If you have a question for the veterinarian, the dog trainer, the animal communicator, or the groomer, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. 405 8405 Judy's
6: having a horrible day. Yeah. Isn't that poor, funny? poor girl!
4: I'm not, nice. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm not it's laughing. I'm not laughing. It's Ellen. Uh, I like when Judy gets frazzled. I'm usually such a calm person. Maybe that Emmy Lou Harris lost her cell phone or something.
1: Yeah, that's probably what happened. Emmy Lou lost her cell phone. You know, this was our big 600th <laughs> show. Oh man, it is! Wow. We figured, who else better than Emmy Lou? So now we're just going to have to do the 600th show again.
4: Well, not. You got to call in favors now. Get yeah, Alec Baldwin on. Tell him we want Tina Fey, Alec Baldwin. Who else? Mark. Mark Wahlberg. Oh, yeah.
6: (laughs) Can I list all the action heroes that I really adore, and I hope they love animals?
4: (laughs) you got a very special breathy sound when you talk about Mark Wahlberg, Dr. Debbie.
6: Sorry. (laughs) You ask what gets me
2: excited,
4: eh? (laughs) Yes, I think I'm done with my feature.
1: What character in The Office? He
2: was the boss that left. Steve come. Carell. Steve Carell. That's what I was trying to say. You think yeah. he's cute? Well, you're saying get numbers. I think he's funny. Oh, yeah. I love
4: Oh, yeah. He's fun. Man, he's a big star. Star. He's a big star. He was okay. on The Daily Show for a while. For yeah, a while. He was one of the correspondents. Yes.
2: He,
1: he was does. very, very funny. Still is very, very funny. And he loves very his animal. And he makes movies. He's he does make movies. movies. And he makes a lot of money, too. Yes, he does. Doing That's it. Lots of money. Yeah. Hey, Yannette. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Good. Where are you calling from today? Virginia. Virginia. Where in Virginia? In um, Bristol. Bristol, Virginia. Okay. What are you doing there? Do you you live there? Yes. Is it beautiful? It is. What's going on with your dog? I understand you have a a dog or a cat that needs the attention of Dr. Debbie. Oh, boy. I've
8: got a a two-year-old poodle that seems to get choked every
6: time he drinks water. Okay, and is it only when he's drinking water? Yes. Okay, and did you say ten years or two years? Two. Two. Okay, alrighty. And is this something he's always done? Uh huh. He has. Okay, and then I'm assuming your vet's checked him out. There's nothing that they're saying is of any kind of heart concern or any other type of respiratory problem that they're dealing with on a long-term basis. The only,
8: the only thing I've ever had to the vet for is a displaced knee. Oh, okay.
6: That's, yeah, and that's real common in these guys too. So, you know, there are certainly some dogs that do uh, cough just limited to after they drink water, and and it can be a function of some problems with sensation in the back of the throat or even some nerve control. For me, what I always tend to look at is what else is going on in this pet's um, life. Um, if we're having any problem where we're regurgitating or vomiting, then it's definitely higher on my list that we need to look into that medically, um, because we can see problems with the esophagus, where food or even water doesn't always necessarily get down to the stomach level and it, it kind of sits there in the esophagus. So that can be very serious and that's something that we can screen fairly easily with a chest x-ray if, if we're worried about that. So, you know, if if I had your baby and you know, we checked out everything and everything looked good and I, I really wasn't too worried that he had other issues, there are dogs that just kind of do this and we make some accommodations to um, help just to kind of decrease the incidence of that. And you can do all sorts of different things you know we might do something as simple as elevating the water bowl Um, and for some dogs that will kind of help just the position of their neck and the swallow reflex when they're drinking and uh, fairly easy to do just to get those little elevated uh, water feeders or water bowls well
8: it is slightly elevated in his kennel. he what i'm sorry it is slightly elevated in his kennel. his water bowl
6: oh okay Okay, because um, the other thing is like the little sipper bottles. Um, those for some dogs is if you can train them to the sipper bottle, that's one other way to get away from the dog that tends to either drink like uh, crazy all of a sudden and, uh, you know, have this coughing. Um, so and just the way that they swallow when they're looking at it, the little sipper um, kind of tends to decrease the incidence of that. Um, But those might be some simple things to try if your vet's ruled out anything else. And I've even had some folks where, you know, we'll just go to canned food or moistening the dry food to increase the water intake at other times so we don't have this happen as readily. Um, and for some dogs, usually more those with a swallowing difficulty where they're bringing up water and regurgitating that up. Um, you can actually take, uh, Knox gelatin and add that to like a beef broth or flavor some water with a little bit of, uh, food, uh, kind of pureed in there. And, and that's one way to kind of throw jello blocks at them. You just don't want to, you know, confuse them with, uh, you know, jello you might eat because you, you'll be very unhappy if you taste beef broth, uh, jello pieces. I, I can guarantee it doesn't taste good. Um, but, but. But that's just another way you can kind of get around it. But, you know, I would just try a couple simple environmental changes and see if that might help him with uh, with that. Okay. And which, what's your little guy's name? Shadow. Shadow. We'll give Shadow a, a little pat on the head. Um, my guy bo- boss says hello. He's part poodle, so he has a little bit of some of the traits, <laughs> some of the kind of the fancy dancing and, and, and the prisoners he has, so... Huh? Well, thank you for your call, Annette, and uh, this is Dr. Debbie. We're here at Animal Radio at one 405 8405
1: you got a fancy dancer, wow. huh?
6: I
9: do. He's a
3: fancy
10: dancer. Animal Radio is brought to you by...
9: Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs. Kills through contact, so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes. Repels biting flies and kills lice. D-Herbs, home of the Full Body Cleanse, also
11: offers 100% all-natural, all-herbal pet care products. With over 400 products available for both you and and your pet. You know the importance of human health and nutrition, but what about your pets? Jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing holistically and naturally for you and your pet. Go to dherbs.com. That's dherbs.com, providing solutions for better health.
12: Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number 1-855-645-MYTV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-645-MYTV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99, and there's no equipment to buy. 1-855-645-MY-TV. Help
11: prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs kills through contact so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 kill all flea life stages, including eggs and larvae. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 are recommended by veterans and are available at animal hospitals and pet specialty retailers.
7: It's
1: toll-free to Animal Radio at 1-866-405-8405. On the other end of those phones, Animal Communicator Joy Turner, Dog Father Joy Villani, Dog Trainer Alan Cable, And veterinarian, Dr. Debbie. And uh, they're all taking your call. Whatever you need to talk about, we're here for you. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by D-Herbs. With over 400 products available for both you and your pet, jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing. Go to d com, providing solutions for better health. And I believe we have Charlie on the phone. Hey, Charlie, how are you doing?
13: Oh, well, it's just something I don't understand. I got a kit. And I got a little bitty miniature Doberman Pinscher. She is about ten pound, and my cat is about forty-five to fifty pounds.
7: What? And they were raised. They minute. were raised
13: up. They were raised up together.
6: Wait a minute. Uh, your cat weighs forty-five pounds.
13: My cat weighed forty-five pounds.
6: What kind of cat is this?
13: It, she was a little kitten. My mother was a hundred and five. My mother had, and she and her cat had some kittens, and I got one. I raised up with my little puppy. Wow. My puppy's fifteen years old, and she about the same age. But she is really aggressive. Like if uh, when I feed her, when I feed the puppy, then if I be separating the food, she think I'm fooling with the puppy, and she hiss. She get aggressive. Like if and any, she ain't get a rock wall or she ain't scared of no kind of dog. If any dog come near her, she think they gonna do something. She put one dog there out because she thought it was a fool the puppy. But, because, but my puppy, she knows big dogs, too. They play with her. But if she don't know if they're playing or what, she get aggressive and she tear them up because she ain't scared of no kind of dog at all.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow.
13: She, she uh, will a it because they were raised up together.
2: I think you got a lion yeah. there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Are you sure you don't have a lion <laughs> or a tiger,
2: perhaps? <laughs> you
13: no, know, you, know, you know, something like a, a little ball cat. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, and how much does the dog weigh?
14: The dog weigh about ten
1: pounds so you have a ten pound dog and a forty five pound cat that must be fun
13: yeah that, right. that's a different
6: turn of events well you know you, you, it sounds like your cat thinks he can kind of handle things on his own, but you know there's definitely a time when a Rottweiler's not going to back down and and you're definitely your kitty and the little guy are going to certainly be potentially at risk for injury, so you know the challenge is. Yeah. The, cats don't typically behave this way, so you're in a little weird situation no, here. Because you,
13: she think you, if she, if she, she, she act just like it's her, her child. She, if she think you going eat me, and I'm, the, I'm the of both. I raise them both the same. And if she, in fact, I'm trying to hit her, she, she get that aggressive mood. Then I, and then I, then I, then I slow down. Because yeah. when we walk, see our hustle, flashes and stuff. Like certain people come up to me. She'll she'll get around the puppy, and like if they'll walk towards her, they don't. She don't know they fin- they're just playing with her, patting them, and she she she's ready to do her thing. Okay. She don't take well, no chance. I guess I don't know, so I can't talk to her like I do a human. Exactly, you and know, you know
6: so you, you've got some decisions yeah. to make here, Charlie. And the decisions are that um, you're in a, a potentially dangerous situation for your pets and or even people that are coming up. No, she's not. She's not gonna hurt me. Well, you know, there, it can happen. There's something called redirected aggression. So if she's trying to lash out at, say, another dog and another person or another animal comes
13: in. Brother.
6: Okay. Well, it, it doesn't matter really in this situation what her motivation is. I'm, I'm saying you've got a dangerous situation. So the, mm-hmm. the trick and the challenge you're going to have is as long as you have these two kind of running off leash and they were in states, together. As long as you have them together and you have no ability to control the situation, we, we can't do anything. You're not going to be able to train a cat. Like you would a dog, and I'm sure, you know, Alan would say, you know, you know, you want to, you need to be the the master in the relationship, the master in the relationship for you and your dog. You need to work on that. That is definitely something that you need to be able to um, show. Now, some cats and some dogs will try to serve as the pack leader, and uh, that may be what what this kitty is doing. That doesn't mean that we're going to discipline her for that, because that does not work for cats. It really will backfire. So your job is really going to be to show. That that you can handle that situation on your dog's behalf, and keep oh,
2: the, your the dog, dog safe.
6: Oh,
13: listen to me, real good. She, she do too, but she just thinks that. Somebody gonna hurt the puppy, or uh, blah, blah, blah. I don't hear that one. Other than that, she's fine, but, but like, well, if I be walking, I, I can be talking to a strange person, just saying, good morning, hello. But if the person come to me and say, hey, man, what's that, what, what, what's, what, what's going on? And then she'll be getting beside the puppy because she figured they're coming toward the puppy, but they just come and talk to me. And yeah. she get a drill, when she do, yeah. do that, hiss, and then I say, well, what my I ain't nobody, about the puppy. Ain't you know, just like that, you
7: know? Yeah.
13: Well, like I, I said, you I, mean, answer, I I, you, I just don't want nobody to hurt her because she's aggressive. Because she don't want you to mess with that puppy.
6: Exactly. And and that's what I'm saying is it's going to be really hard to control your cat's responses because this is something that she's learned that she needs to behave this way in order to get somebody to back down or to take a perceived threat away from your dog. Now, it may not be really a threat, but somewhere along the line, she has felt that way. So in order to make this kind of feeling go away, we need to control the situations and not have them happen. And that's going to be hard because if you like to go out socially with your dog and your cat walking along, you're not controlling that situation because there's going to be someone that comes up. There's going to be a situation that comes up, and it's going to be really hard to control. Now, I, I have some cats that will um, become a bit aggressive um, and bite their owners when, say, when you're feeding um, them, and uh, that can even be a problem for some some people. And, you know, a lot of times we have to kind of get ourselves out of the equation and avoid the situations. read your kitty's body language, which, If you start to notice that, you know, the ears are going back, the tail's going down and switching back and forth, she's becoming agitated. And, and you really got to get out of that situation because you're not going to be able to stop an uh, alert cat that's on the wary at that point so you're going to have a hard time stopping that train once it's going so it's better to start to read your cat's behavior and avoid those situations and try to reward her for that so i charlie you got a lot of work there i mean (laughs) uh 45 pound cat coming at
13: you
1: i want you to send me a picture of that can you send me a picture
13: Uh, yeah she she got a year like a she's a regular cat but i don't i don't well my mama was 105. I don't know what kind of kid it was, really. Wow.
1: <laughs> do you have one of those phones that takes pictures?
13: No, not at all. I am on cell phone but it, it, don't, it don't take no pictures. Okay. I had this phone for a while. I just wanna, I wanna I'm see 80, what they do. I'm 80 years old. Oh
1: wow, you sound like a young pup.
13: Look, <laughs> you know, I took care of myself. I ain't do no drugs, stay out all night. I had one wife in Alabama, the Kluk Klux Clan took her. They they didn't, they didn't kill her, but uh, you know, back where I was born at Bumham, Alabama on the south side, I was born on a plantation, I ain't ashamed to say so. My father was 115, my grandmama was 115, and my grandmama's mama was 121. And my mother had nine brothers, eight of them was a hundred, the older one was a hundred and one. When I first out in California, the one is Uncle Sonny, he died when I first out, here, And then I had five aunts, four of them was a hundred. And my aunt Lucinda, she was the baby And she was 99. And when she died, that's wow. how I ended up in California. Wow. Out of my other ten sisters and nine brothers, I had ten sisters and nine brothers. And one. Holy one holy. mother and one father.
7: Well Charlie,
1: what's the secret know, to long life? Uh, Charlie, what's the secret to long life?
13: No, my mother was a full-blooded Indian. My father was a Cherokee. Oh. We just lived off of the land. Okay. That's all.
1: Living off the land. It,
13: it, we just lived off. We did eat all of those full-ass stuff what they have today. You know, like when they make stuff grow.
6: Yeah, all those. Living a clean life—that's what it that is. is. Chemicals.
7: Yeah.
13: The only thing we made our stuff grow with was cow manure, and you know, blah blah like that. You know.
2: Natural. Yeah.
7: All
1: natural. All natural. I like that. Good. Good to hear. Hey, thanks yeah. for listening today. I appreciate that. Good luck with the cat and the dog. That that must be quite a scene there. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with our dream team here at Animal Radio for Joy Turner. We have Tracy on the phone. Hey, Tracy, how are you doing? Um. I- a yellow
8: lab named Biscuit. And one day in February, I came home and he was hiding in the laundry room. He'd completely blown his coat. His tail was tucked between his legs. I had to pull him out. He stuck to me like blue. I rushed him to the vet and nothing was wrong. (laughs) It was
15: anxiety. So I was just trying to figure out what could have happened. Okay. And Tracy, I'm not sure exactly where you live, but what he shows me is the house was shaking. Do you live somewhere there's earthquakes? South Louisiana. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's he's showing me that it just so totally freaked him out. It was like the whole place was just going to fall down around his ears.
8: That is strange. That is very <laughs> strange. I have another dog that was loose with him in the house, and he was fine. And he's well, the one yeah. that's usually more unstable. So when we went to the vet Friday for his rabies shot, she put him on Prozac because she said he's just so anxious. He can't sleep. He paces all night. He's just standing there in the middle of the night staring at me.
15: Yeah, and he's just not feeling safe anymore in, in the house. That's hmm. That's that strange
8: because I thought maybe someone had tried to break in. They were banging on the door
15: or something. No, you know. he tells me that wouldn't have bothered him at all. It's But when the whole house seemed like it was just going to leave him. Now he doesn't know what to do. So one of the things I'm going to suggest is um, go ahead, of course, and do what your vet says. But you might also talk to him just like you would a, a human child of about five, except you're going to think about the pictures in your mind as well. And you're going to use words like safe and use words like... Um, you're safe in our house and this is really good advice for anybody that has any kind of an animal that stays locked up in a past trauma if you can get them to focus on their present and see if they feel safe now see if everything is okay now that helps them get their minds unlocked just like it would a human
16: So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life.
17: Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Weight gain, hot flashes, rapid heartbeat, night sweats. How about fatigue, nausea, low energy? Or what about sleeplessness, low libido, and fat storage, especially around the belly area? If you are a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it'll be practically impossible to get rid of these problems. But you're in luck because amberin is the all-natural formula clinically shown to cause weight loss in women over 40. With no big changes in lifestyle, amberin restores hormonal balance in women over 40. So you can finally lose the weight. And all of the other menopause symptoms simply go away. To receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a free 30-day supply, just be one of the first 50 callers right now at 1-800-706. Free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers right now at 1 800 706 7959. That's 1 800 706 7959.
12: Mom, I had the best dream. (laughs) Well, good morning to you, too. Okay, so I was a knight. I had a sword. And our house was a castle. There was this angry
3: dragon. It was kind of scary. Oh, yeah? But I protected the castle. Oh, that's my brave little man. I'm glad our castle is safe.
16: Your home is your castle, and sometimes you need help defending it. The National Association of Realtors supports maintaining homeowner tax incentives because they make home ownership more affordable for more families. Learn more at HouseLogic.com.
3: This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacey Cohen for Animal Radio. A golden retriever in the Netherlands is being blamed for a viral murder scare on Google Earth. A satellite photo showing what some thought was a trail of blood along a jetty that was leading to somebody looming over a dead body recently started making the rounds on the Internet. But now the Sun reports a so-called crime scene. Was just Rama the dog drying off after a nice swim. The trail of blood was nothing but a trail of water, and the alleged murderer? That was Rama's owner, Jacqueline Conan. Conan says that she realized it was her water loving dog as soon as she saw the picture and says she finds it hilarious that people thought the innocent swim was a grisly killing. And just in case anybody's still worried, local police have confirmed that the image is definitely a dog and not a murder. City officials in San Juan Capistrano are giving the boot to a 40-foot statue of an apatosaurus. According to the L.A. Times, the statue resides in Zumar's petting zoo, but officials recently voted to evict the dino from the neighborhood. Apparently, the officials and historical advocates believe that the dinosaur was bringing down the neighborhood's historical significance. Zumar's owner, Carolyn Frank, said the apatosaurus has brought a lot of joy to the zoo. Franks wants that joy to be shared with more people. So she's decided to give it to the proprietors of the Grand Canyon Caverns in Peach Springs, Arizona. Franks says the decision wasn't easy and compared to it finding a new home for her own baby. Yeah, right. Yeah, a a statue and a baby. They're exactly the same. A New York woman's dog has been cleared of all charges in a Central Park bike accident that happened a couple weeks ago. According to the New York Post, an appeals court in the Big Apple ruled that Julie Smith's canine pal Lena wasn't at fault for colliding with a biker, Wolfgang Dorr, back in 2009. The court said Lena didn't have a propensity to interfere with traffic, adding that pet owners can only be held liable for accidents if the animal's own instinctive volatile behavior was a cause. Dorr originally sued Smith in 2010 after suffering a fractured jaw and five broken molars in the run-in with Lena, who only escaped with uh, a few bruises. Dorr says he plans to appeal this latest decision. Florida is waging war against an invasive species of snails. Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services spokesman Denise Fiber said officials are working to kill off an invasion of a giant African land snail, Apparently, the snail can kill over 500 species of plants. This mollusk, which can grow to the size of a rat, that's pretty huge for a snail, the size of a rat. They also pose dangers to drivers. In the Caribbean countries, the snail's conical, the conical shells have been known to puncture car tires. But uh, that's not the only thing in Florida they're worried about. The, it also has a parasitic lunge worm that's been known to cause meningitis in humans. But they've been catching up to 1,000 giant African land snails per week in Florida. I'm Stacey Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. When you think of wall,
9: you naturally think of clippers. But wall has introduced a wide range of products that promise to streamline bath time and general grooming. Wall provides a full line of pet products, including clippers and trimmer kits, brushes, shampoos, doggy deodorants, and even odor neutralizers. Wall doesn't just sell these products. Their website also features do-it-yourself information on how to care for your dog's grooming needs at home. Pet owners and professionals alike prefer Wall.
16: So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer canine caviar, visit caninecaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life.
17: Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Weight gain, hot flashes, rapid heartbeat, night sweats, how about fatigue, nausea, low energy, or what about sleeplessness, low libido, and fat storage, especially around the belly area? If you are a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it'll be practically impossible to get rid of these problems. But you're in luck because amberin is the all-natural formula clinically shown to cause weight loss in women over 40. With no big changes in lifestyle, amberin restores hormonal balance in women over 40. So you can finally lose the weight. And all of the other menopause symptoms simply go away. To receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a free 30-day supply, just be one of the first 50 callers right now at one 800 706 Free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers right now at 1-800-706-7959. That's 1-800-706-7959.
1: It's Animal Radio celebrating the connection with our pets toll-free 18664058405 write that number down because just a couple of seconds we're going to give away some wall product in fact I see that Joey volani in his hot little hands has the no rinse waterless shampoo from wall the odor neutralizer the oatmeal shampoo and even a, one of the lithium-ion rechargeable pet clipper kits you have big hands buddy you know what I,
5: yeah, I i got big hands here. I'll tell you, you I was just at a conference and I just bought myself my professional wall clipper actually this weekend too, so I love wall products and um they they got some good stuff, and you know what there's no rinse um no rinse products a lot of people um shy away from, but they're great because they're good for quick cleanups. you know if you have a dog that's old or a dog that just has accidents or just a dog that gets dirty too often, you can use this stuff and you know just wipe it on, wipe it off, and um, um you get rid of that smell and and, and and whatever dirt and oil. And then they have their oatmeal shampoo. Now you guys know I love this product. Yep. It could be used diluted or it could be used directly out of the bottle. I suggest you don't waste it as I would definitely dilute it um down just what the what the directions say here. It smells great, it works good. I use these on my dogs at home all the time. Right? Don't it smell good? It does smell it good. It has that it has like a almost like a mojito type smell, I guess. I guess you could say.
1: But it probably doesn't um, taste like a mojito.
5: No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. Well, you, if you would try it, try it. You could tell us. Well, okay. Um, Here. odor neutralizer. Now, this is <laughs> cool, cool stuff, okay, because what happens is um, it doesn't mask the odors. So what happens, what, what, what you put it on, if it, you have a dog that's um, marking its territory and the smell keeps coming back, they're going to keep going to that spot. But if you use something that removes it completely, which this stuff does, um, the dog is not going to go back to that. That spot and keep um, you know marking up either your your furniture, your carpets, and that sort of thing. So it's it's this is this is some really good no-smelling stuff. Mm. The yeah. Clippers is, is great. The clipper, it's a, it's a corded or cordless clipper and has a bunch of comb attachments on it, so I can cut real short to the skin, or I can give a nice stylish haircut just by adding a few attachments. It comes with a DVD that's gonna put me out of business because it's gonna tell people like you um how to you know trim their dogs. It comes with a little scissor and the coolest thing comes with a little mirror so you can show your dog what you know what he looks like when, when, when you're done. And hopefully you didn't do a good job and then they come to me and I use my wall products.
1: <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and give away some right now. In fact, if you're caller number one at 8405 four oh five eight four oh five, I'll get you the no rinse shampoo, the odor neutralizer, the oatmeal shampoo. From wall. And then, if you work for a shelter, you're making those animals look just impeccable for adoption. Give me a call and I'll give you the lithium ion pet clipper and the no rinse shampoo and the odor neutralizer and the oatmeal shampoo. We're just too damn good to you over here already.
5: I'm calling in. I did that one week and Judy got mad. You
4: did that. That was awesome when you did. Do that again, Joey. We won't know it's you. Do it again. I'll
5: I'll disguise
1: disguise my voice. I'll talk like this, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Huh, that really is a good disguise. This one? Okay. Hi, Teresa. How are you doing?
8: I'm doing really good. How about you?
1: Good. What's up? I understand you want to talk to Alan.
8: My dog started chasing cars.
4: Oh, now let me ask you this before you go on. Did it just start?
8: No, no. He's been doing it probably for, I don't know, maybe eight months or so.
4: Is it the he, same car? Lays, is
8: it the? He lays in the middle of the street, waits for cars to come by, and he
7: stops them.
8: <laughs> he, stops he stops them, the and then the when group. they start to roll past him, he... He jumps up and starts running after the front tire and biting at it.
4: Yeah, so he's got the, he's got the herd instinct. You know, dogs like that, they're, uh, you know, a lot of dogs are are herd dogs and they, they're used to, well, they're bred to herd sheep or they have it in them, herd sheep and herd other animals. So they look at cars Mm -hmm. as a, as an animal or a sheep. So that's very dangerous behavior. You don't want them to do
7: that.
8: No, one of the things that has happened is that I don't get enough time to, uh, to walk him. I work nights you know we're te- uh, late in the evening my husband works days so we're not And you brought up
4: that's a that's a very good point because one of the best ways to stop a dog from doing that is to give him a lot of exercise and get all that energy out so if you don't mm-hmm. have time to do that let me ask you this why can't you just keep the dog leashed up or in your yard so that he can't do that
8: He's never been fenced he's never been fenced he's never been a problem up until now and he's just uh He's.
4: Uh, you said you said you know, he's been doing this.
8: He runs the neighborhood. Let's just say yeah, that yeah. In, in a in within a block radius. You know.
4: You said that he's been doing it for a long time. So why is he no, just for, now become for
8: six months? For about six oh, or eight months,
4: chasing the cars for six months. Okay, mm-hmm. well. There's a couple of things you can do uh, number one, you can go out there with your dog and have him connected to a leash and you've got to give him a correction every time a car you've got to redirect him every time a car goes by so that you can you can focus his attention on something else so a car goes yeah. by you're out there your dog prepares to just chase the car and you give him a snap of the leash quick correction and then focus mm-hmm. him on walking in the opposite direction or focus him on a frisbee or a toy throw a frisbee mm-hmm. and then give him a treat the other thing you can do and I hate I hate to tell people to do this a lot of people People think this is mean, uh, I mean because I don't. I don't trust the general public with these things. But a, a shock collar works really well if you know what you're doing. Okay. And, and the and the way you would do that. And, and again, a lot of people think this is mean. But a dog getting hit and killed by a car is way worse. Oh, and I what know. I've done.
8: I know. We, well, I've, we kind of kind of joke around a little bit about it and say that's his retirement plan. You know, because he's 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 twelve.
4: Well, I've uh, done, I've done, ai can tell you this, I, I've done, I've done three dogs, I've taught them to be afraid of cars, and they were dogs, again, who liked to chase, so all I did was I had a Frisbee catch with the dog, and then uh, what I did was I, I geared the Frisbee towards a parked car, so that the dog was looking at me and ran head first into the parked car, and believe me, after that, the dog was afraid of cars, understood that a car can give him pain, the other way, The other way I've done it is with the shock collar. And it's very important, you know, when you put a shock collar on a dog to understand Uh there's no talking. There's no talking involved. You don't say, when, when a car comes by, you wait for him to make his move and you give him a jolt, but you don't say anything. Because if you say like no, your dog will associate the word no with the shock. And when you're not around, he'll still continue to chase cars. So okay, basically, you, you you give him a little jolt or a warning, and then a jolt when he makes his move to chase the car, and he will associate huh. the car with a shot. Matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago, Dr. Debbie was talking about how they teach dogs not to go near rattlesnakes, and it's a lot the same. Where they will huh. teach the dog, you know, first to see the snake, then sniff the snake, and then to walk around the snake by using a shock collar. But you got to be real careful. It's better to get the dog lots of exercise and stand out there and give the dog an immediate correction every time a car goes by to re focus his attention on a frisbee or a toy that he loves or something mm-hmm. that will something else that's appropriate and then you give him a reward for not paying attention to cars that's right. the best way to do it
8: okay well um I'll, the other thing i was thinking was a squirt you know like a squirt bottle with a long spray
4: on it yeah squirt bottles you know it might you could try it you know again the, the first thing you want to do is determine why your dog chases cars and and it sounds like uh-huh. your dog just has that herding instinct or that prey instinct and looks as the car as, you know, herd, a hurting, a hurting Hannibal or a, or a prey. So, you know, you could try a squirt gun to redirect his attention, but a leash works way better when you have a little choker chain on there and you give uh-huh. him a nice snap of the wrist and a correction and then just okay. refocus him, you know, refocus him and then throw a frisbee in the opposite direction. And then when he goes okay. for that, you go, good dog. Yeah, okay. I can't, I can't
1: see how a squirt gun would work. You can
4: you can try anything but again you can give a dog a correction with a leash and you can give a dog a correction with your fingers and you can give a dog a correction with your voice Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, that's the best way to cause you what what you want to do is here's your dog, he's got his total attention on the car, he's thinking in his dog mind, I'm gonna chase that car, I'm gonna chase that car, I'm gonna chase that car. And then you give him and then you give him a sharp, you know, hey, snap. Like a like it's almost like you're talking to somebody and they're daydreaming mm-hmm. and you and you hit him in the shoulder and go, Hey, are you listening? It's the same mm-hmm. thing with the dog. You redirect and refocus his mind so that he's not thinking that anymore.
1: Kopischke, and how do you say it? Say it one more time. Kopischke? Kopischke. 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 What's that it's mean? That's Pat's name. She's from Wall and she's joining us in just a second. Oh, I'm sorry. What is that? He. He. Oh, Pat, I'm sorry. That's okay. Well, you're just, yeah. <laughs> well, you're joining us with Wall this year and uh, you got some brand new and exciting products. Tell us about what you got this
7: year.
18: Uh, sounds great. Well, uh, starting off with uh, our newest uh, line of, of wet goods, we have uh, three new shampoo-type products. We have a new no-rinse, waterless shampoo, and uh, really it's, 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 making, uh, it's taking the dirty work out of bathing, essentially, because um, you know, bathing is something that you do about, uh, you don't want to do more than about once a month, and so this is, you know, and of course our, our pets you know, aren't going to wait to get dirty in between that time, and so um, you know, it's a nice in-between uh, baths routine because it's just a foam that you can put on the dog and you simply uh, massage it in and you can either let it dry or you can towel it off and it just removes that top line dirt so it's mm. a nice you know in between baths type of product and again it's all natural so um, you know that that's been a big thing especially with pet owners lately because you know we're, we're more concerned about what we're putting on our pets what we're putting in our pets so that has been a big focus for wall over the last few years uh, another product that is uh, also part of this wet goods line is an odor neutralizer, and uh, this is a great product because it's uh, instead of masking uh, the scent, it's a spray that you can spray directly on the dog, again, because it's, a, it's an all-natural product. You can spray it directly on, on your dog, and um, it, it will take away that scent and just leave it with, that, with, a, with a fresh scent. Another product we have too is our doggy deodorant. It's, it's, it does mask the smell, but it's a nice um, uh, eucalyptus pyramid. So, um, all of the scents that we've uh, that we've uh, used with our whole new uh, uh, line of shampoos have been really tested with consumers and pet owners to make sure that you know, especially with dogs, because they have such a sensitive uh, nose, that uh, they're not going to be too overbearing, that they're just going to be pleasant. So, this is a, a nice a nice scent that was tested well. And, uh, again, this is something you can spray directly on the dogs. It's all natural. You can spray it on um, bedding, clothing, all of that kind of stuff.
1: Mm. i got to ask about your clipper here. Why can't I just use a human clipper on a, on a dog?
18: Um, the reason is because, you know, the, the, the blades are really designed to cut through um, our hair for a, for, a, for a human clipper. Sure. And so the, the blades that are used on, and I'm glad you brought up clippers, too, because that is one of the newer products that we have, too, is a new lithium ion uh, clipper, which is the first pet clipper on the market right now to incorporate lithium ions. Of course, you get with that the, the extra battery length up to two hours versus about 40 minutes with oh, wow. a clipper, which, you know, which is really great because when you think about it, you know, when you're going to, uh, give your dog a cut, you know, if you finally get them in that place where they're sitting there nicely for you, um, you know, you really have one, one time chance to be able to do that. So you certainly don't want your clipper to run out of batteries at that time and it's also a quieter design but getting back to your question um you know pet clippers are really um you know specifically to with wall that the blades are designed um to be able to cut uh through uh, thicker fur and so it, it is really specifically designed for for animals
1: pat what's the website if we want to
16: learn more
18: Our website is wallpets.com. It's a new resource that we put together really to become that place where where pet owners can go to learn more information about over 170 different breeds. You can simply select a breed and get everything from uh, what you should be doing for bathing to clipping to uh, brushing. It's all there.
17: Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. This is Animal Radio, baby...
1: Hey Ernie, how are you doing? Thanks. How are you? Very, very good. Can barely hear you. What's going on?
14: Okay, I uh, I'm a semi truck driver, and I have a uh, she's one years old now, a miniature Australian Shepherd, and she's got severe separation issues. When I drive the truck, she'll sleep and she's fine, but when I stop the truck. Um, and I get in and get out. She flips out and actually, uh, spins around on the seat and tries to bite me. And, uh, she's actually pretty intelligent too because she's picked up on the GPS. When it starts talking a lot, getting out near our destination, she starts acting up.
4: <laughs> yeah. Now see, Ernie, I wanna, I wanna stop you right there. See, that's interesting that you said that. So you already know, cause you're a smart guy, you know that that's a trigger you know that's a trigger and she starts getting revved up when she can hear the voices on the gps so what should you immediately do because you know that
14: i well, probably turn it down or off
4: if i'm able to turn it off exactly turn it off exactly but you know ernie this is all about again the dog being in charge of you and in in a in social groups like you know the way dogs live they they live socially together and there're certain rules that they have to minimize conflict because you know this way they don't fight they they know what's expected your dog has decided that that cab is basically his that's his crate that's his cab and your dog has decided that you know he's in charge of you so whenever you get out you're getting out without permission you're, and when you come back you're coming back and getting in without permission. So an important thing to understand is what triggers. What are the triggers that get your dog to get into that heightened state that 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 state of aggression starts it off and then you eliminate the triggers. That's the first thing you do. The second thing you do is you have to systematically over time with patience and persistence teach your dog that you're in charge. And once you start to do that, once your dog starts to say, "Hey, I'm not in charge here anymore." I I'm, I my master Foster's in charge. Ernie's in charge. Your dog's going to calm down and mellow out. Your dog knows you're coming back. It's not about you leaving and coming back. It's about that cab and that you're doing it without permission.
14: Okay, so um, how how do you, uh, I mean... When you stop for fueling or you're coming to a shipper
4: receiver. All right, tell me this. I have a question for you. You've already, yeah. the, the voices are coming out of the radio. The dog knows you're going to get out, okay? So yeah. when you do get out of the truck, what do you do? How do you get out of the truck?
14: Well, I uh, put the air brake on with it in neutral and uh, take my I don't mean out. that, buddy.
4: Do you just open the door and get out or do you talk to the dog? What do you do with the dog before you get out?
14: I ignore her and just get out.
4: And what does she do?
14: She's flipping out on me.
4: And do you correct her? Do you give her any kind of a correction, or you just let her flip out on you?
14: No, I've tried uh, smacking her underneath her chin and tried making her sit down and to calm down. The thing is, you're pressed for time. When you're at a receiver yeah. or getting fuel, you don't have a lot of time to be able to... Uh...
4: So, so, so now you give me another clue, another trigger is that you're very anxious, aren't you? You're anxious and you're stressed. And see, your dog picks up on that. Immediately, which makes her more anxious and stressed. Because dogs draw off your energy. If you're calm, your dog gets calm energy. And if you're anxious and stressed, your dog gets that energy. And basically, you're revving each other up. You're getting anxious and stressed, and she's getting anxious and stressed. You've got to go the exact opposite direction. We, what you might do is get yourself a crate, an actual crate for inside the truck, and teach your dog to go in the crate when you, when you tell her to, when you want her to. And what you want to do is Prepare her by putting her in the crate 15 minutes before you know you're going to stop and let her out 15 minutes after you get on the road again. Make it a non-event. You want to make it as calm as possible because what you've done now is you've taught your dog that when you stop, it's going to be stressful. And so it's just getting her nuts. That's her trigger is that the stop is stressful for both of you. So you've got to reverse that over time. It takes time. First, you've got to have a plan, and then you got to you got to stick to the plan, and you got to you got to do it with the realization in your mind that you're going to teach the dog to be calm when you stop and calm when you start, and also that you're in charge. And another good thing to do, I always tell people the essence of dog is walks. You have to take walks. So at the end of the day, take your dog for a walk on the leash, no talking, just walk with your dog at your side on the leash. It's a great way to teach your dog that you're in charge.
14: Okay, so I basically uh, train her to go into the crate on voice command so that 15 minutes before I arrive, I order her in and she...
4: Well, what you do is you, you get the crate and 15 minutes before you put some treats in there, just throw some treats in there, leave the door open... And, and, and you can do this all through the ride. You teach her the crate is a good place. And then what you do is 15, 20 minutes before, once she's used to the crate and likes the crate and has been in the crate with the door shut, 15, 20 minutes before you stop, you just close the door, everything's normal, everything's cool, turn that silly uh, voice thing off so that that trigger is gone, and then just get out of the truck without talking. Don't say anything. Come back and get in the truck without talking. And if she's quiet and calm, you tell her, good dog, good dog, and give her a okay. treat. Give her a treat.
14: Okay, I find it interesting that you said when I walk it, like I walk her about five or six times a day, uh, not to really talk to her.
4: Yeah, don't talk to her. You know what, buddy? The less words, the better. Everything should be done with your body and your mood, your temperament. You've got to calm yourself down. You can't have in your mind, oh, geez, I got to fill up with gas and I got to get the hell out of here. Because when you do that, your dog gets that from you. And your dog doesn't understand you're on a schedule. Your dog cannot relate the fact that you're rushed for time because you got to deliver a load. And all your dog knows is, "Hey, when he stops, things get crazy here. They they get agitated. They get they get unpleasant." So your dog relates the the stopping with the unpleasantness, not the fact that you have to get a, a load to its destination. That's your li- livelihood and your living. They can't connect those dots. Right. Okay. you know, just I'm put cool. yourself in your dog's shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, well thank you very work? much. Thanks for your call, Ernie. Thanks for listening to Animal Radio one eight six six four oh five eight four oh five. Uh let's see. So no Emmy Lou on today's show. No. Uh but Ken Howard Ken is Ken Howard. Minutes, thank you for right?
2: coming on, Ken Howard. Well, we
1: appreciate that. Give Ken. a shout out yes, to Ken. Yes, Ken. Ken's a good guy. Yes,
2: he is. Hey, this is Paula
1: Pouncer. Wait, I forget where I am. Animal radio. Animal radio. Animal radio.
19: I love that. Oh, hey, this is Paula Poundster on Animal Radio new to your pets so we're going to be eating alive
0: you're listening to animal radio find us at animalradio.com log on learn more this is
17: animal radio
1: this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Wall Home Pet Products. Pet grooming can be easy and pain-free with Wall's extensive line of grooming products, which include everything from wall clippers to brushes to shampoos. Pet owners and pet professionals prefer Wall. Visit them at wallpet.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so proud to pre- present the dog father back from... Uh, where were you last week, anyway? I
5: was doing two events. I was doing um, two events in New Jersey. I was doing groom, which is... Um a big conference that I do every year and I was the best in show judge for the rising star division and I was just did a big pet adoption event at this great place called St. Hubert's in Madison, New Jersey.
4: So Joey, I missed you.
5: I missed you guys too. It was I it was weird. Too. It was weird that Saturday without doing animal radio. Oh, uh,
2: tell yeah. me what it was like I envy you.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I can I can I can lie.
4: You were sorely missed. Yes. I have a question, Joey. How long did it take you to groom Snooky? How long did that take? <laughs>
5: She's pretty well groomed already, so... You know, it wasn't, it wasn't, didn't take too much. So, what do you got going on today? Well, this is my tip. This is your tip. This is your time. I'm
1: not, I'm not used to no music. I mean, you know, you you had it. You uh, you had the the sopranos theme. That was, that was it. Isn't that what you requested? You wanted to get rid of the violin players? I
5: didn't didn't hear the sopranos theme. I I don't know. Anyway, all right, you threw me off guard there, but this is so, we'll we'll, we'll talk about this. (laughs) Listen, I did this pet adoption event, which I just um, spoke about, and the big thing was is... It was to take photos of the pets so um, the pets would actually look good for when people looked on them on Petfinder or whatever website they're going to go to, that they would look good. So what they were asking me, what tips are how to clean the pet waterless. And I know I've spoken about this a while ago, but I want to bring it back up because it's really just a great tip, and I simplified it a lot. Basically what you're going to do is you're going to get yourself a little distilled water and some white vinegar. So it's going to be a quart of water to a um, quarter cup of white vinegar and you're going to mix that together and you're going to put it in a spray bottle. Now why I say distilled water is because tap water or spring water sometimes depending on the dog's coat can actually leave almost like a reddish residue from the minerals that are in the water so distilled water you're not going to have any problems and the white vinegar what that's going to do it's going to help break down dirt and oil and also um, remove any odors you're going to get that and you're going to get yourself a cheap box of cornstarch that you find in any supermarket okay with a brush and a comb and if you want to do a real quick clean what you'll do is you'll spray the pet down with the vinegar and water solution not saturating but getting them pretty damp and with your brush work that in now what that's going to do it's going to work down to the skin it's going to help bring up the dirt and oil okay and then you're going to sprinkle the pet with cornstarch now what the cornstarch basically is it's a carrying agent it's an absorbent so that's going to absorb the dirt and oil you 're going to continue to brush, and what you 're going to do is just brush that right off of your pet completely that 's going to have the dirt and oil in it, and you 're going to end up with a pet that 's listen nothing 's going to replace soap and water, but it 's going to be the closest thing that you would that, that you 'll ever get and and you 're going to be quite surprised at the results you get. The other thing good about the cornstarch is it works really well about getting knots and tangles out because it actually works almost like a, um, like gives it some, some slickeriness, like a lubricant. Okay. So it's going to help work out knots and tangles. (laughs) Slickeriness. Yes. You like that, huh? I'm going to patent that. Um, so it's, it's going to help, um, work out your knots and tangles without having extra, you know, tugging on your pet where it's going to be a little bit less painful by applying it. And it works great. Now, one thing I did leave out is put a towel under your pet if you're going to do this in your house because it will make a mess um, with the powder. You Plus, you want to save down,
1: that. You want to save that cornstarch just in case you want to use it in the kitchen again. So you just gather it all on a towel. Yeah. Or you can just
5: yes, especially it the old stuff because it adds color to whatever you are baking. Oh, you know, If yeah. it's a cake or something, uh-huh. so it's, it's color and a little flavor. But um, it's you know it's it's a, it's a tip that I used before, but it's such a great tip and and. Um, it's, it's for, for everyone that's out there that's driving cross-country with their pet, um, if you carried that in, in, in your truck or your car with you and you did it outside, you'd be much happier, especially if your dog has an accident on the way and you don't have anything else. So travel with it. There so, you go. Good stuff.
1: Such a good tip. We did it twice right here on Animal Radio. Dog father, Joey Volani. Unbelievable. You know, Joey, if I were a woman, I'd be ugly, first of all. But second of all, I
4: would be so attracted to you because you're, you're like the full package. You know? You're a man who can break legs, and you're a man. Who can you know stroke hair on a couch? I mean, you got it all, dude. You know,
5: I, I I appreciate that. And if you were if you were an ugly woman, I'd probably I'd probably go out with you. <laughs>
0: celebrating the connection with our pets this is animal radio featuring your dream team veterinarian dr debbie white dog trainer alan cable groomer joy villani communicator joy turner and here are your hosts al abrams and judy francis well thanks
1: for joining us this hour we were supposed to have emily Lewis harris but i understand that ken howard the actor from uh, the white shadow, white shadow he was the white shadow as well as The and Office. Was, yes. yes. And he was Isaac in Love Boat. He was just amazing. And Tattoo, I believe. Wasn't he yes. Tattoo? Stop yes. it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He'll be uh, filling in for Lou Harris today. Uh, Lou has, of course, 12 Grammys, I believe. Ken has one Tony and one and an Oscar. Emmy. Oh, an Emmy? Yes, an Emmy. Yes, okay. An
6: Emmy. Yes. Is this some kind of award, uh, kind of
1: getting uh, yeah. award? That's how <laughs> we... Uh, Determine whether or not you come on the show. What kind of awards you have? It's sort of like you know Leno. Whenever a guest drops out on Leno, he has Terry Bradshaw come in. This is this is our Terry Bradshaw. Ken Howard will be. Well, it is our six hundredth show. We've been doing this for a long time. We got to celebrate. We got to have someone. Uh, a good name on it, yes, a, which just do. happened to be.
4: How, how do you know? How do you know it's the six hundredth show? I mean, whose bright idea was it to count them? You know, I mean, are you making it up, or did you really count from number one, Judy? I I,
7: I've
2: I got I've got a, a whole shelf of every show on a I CD. Uh, really, so. you keep tapes of this? I keep tapes. Not oh only that, I, I I have a document that's like. I don't know, 50 pages long in my computer. Transcripts? Transcripts and stuff of every show. uh, sounds
1: like an episode of Castle. We're going to find the murderer with Judy shelf. (laughs) We've got to get rid of all those tapes.
2: It's evidence. Blackmail.
1: (laughs) Uh, Let's see. So, no Emmy Lou on today's show, uh, but Ken Howard in just a few minutes. Thank you for coming
3: on, Ken Howard. We appreciate that, Give a shout out to Ken. Yes,
1: Ken's a good guy. Yes, he is. Stacey, uh, what do you got going on there in the old newsroom?
3: You know, if you had to be in one room, if a tiger got out, what do you think the best room would to be? I think the bathroom, because I'd just lose it personally. But uh, this woman got stuck. Uh, she was at a circus visiting, and I guess she had to go to the bathroom, and then the tiger came in, too. He got out. So um, she freaked, of course, but I'll I'll give you all the details coming up on Animal Radio News.
2: Yeah, you'll need the bathroom after
6: that. <laughs> now that's a Vegas story, there.
3: <laughs> Hi, Cheryl. How are you doing?
1: Uh,
6: I'm
19: pretty good. And yourself?
1: Splendid. Where are you calling from today?
6: Uh, Conway,
1: Missouri. I'm a truck driver. Truck driver. Okay. Well, let's let's see what's uh, going on with your dog. Is it?
19: No, cat.
1: You do you drive around with your cat? Yep. You're oh, an over-the-road over truck driver, and you bring your cat with you. Does your cat like that?
19: Well, she she's grown to it. My mom had passed away uh, about five, six months ago, and it was her cat. And I promised that I would give her a kid home. I'm not a uh, animal person. I mean, I like animals, but I didn't want to take anything with me. And, uh, uh, you know, I promised her. People that said that they would take it, they, they decided not. They didn't want to pet. So I said, well, I'll just see what happens, and first, there too was screaming and hollering, but then she got used to. it. She realized I wasn't going to leave her alone, and, and uh, now she scares all the mechanics. They're afraid of her. She don't have any front claws, but, but she doesn't like to hear people cuss. So she'll just fluff get her body real big and show her teeth, <laughs> and her eyes go wild. I just, wow. I just have to laugh. It's just, it's just
6: faking it. So she doesn't <laughs> like potty mouth. That's it, huh?
19: No, she don't like it. Just when they're working on the trucks. But, but when I got her, but nobody gave me a, a what to do with a cat book, so I'm just trying to learn. I, I don't want to, you know, I did take her to the vet while we were home uh, a week or so ago, and they said she's obese, but she's the same weight that she was when my mom had her. And, and I, I put, like, eight ounces of dry food. And I don't get the cheap stuff. I get the stuff that's real meat, you know, because I don't want her to have any uh, accidents or anything. So, mm-hmm. you know, she likes fish and, and, and chicken. Okay,
6: so, you know, so you're just kind of wondering, like, what you need to do in the truck environment as far as to kind of keep her happy and healthy? Is that kind of the general gist?
19: Yeah, right now, because uh, at the house, we hardly ever go home. She goes crazy, so, you know, mm-hmm. she had a lot of room to run. And But in the truck, you know, I tried a string toy, but it, it it has batteries, and it just goes too fast, and I put her favorite string on it, but she just kind of sits there with her head going round, and round. and around. around, around. And I don't know what to do to keep her happy and not keep me awake when I do go to sleep. Yeah, well, that's going to be the challenge. What I, uh, well, be- I would like to do is get a harness, but I try to harness it and she gets out of them because she wants to go outside and I figure I could walk her or something.
6: Yeah, no, it, it will honestly be challenging. Not that it's going to be impossible, um, but it's going to be a little tough to keep a cat in um, a truck environment and, you know, have her sit around all day and then not expect her to want to expend energy later when you're sleeping. So we, we've right. got to find a way for her to outlet, you know, that energy. So, you know, you might look at even some of the different, um, interactive toys with Frolley Cat where, you know, you can set those, let them go and get her up and moving a bit uh, while you're driving. And, uh, yeah. that's going to be a big thing because no matter how little you feed her, if she moves very little during the day, she's going to be overweight. So, yeah. you know, animal- Animals are very capable at taking the energy we feed them and turning it into fat by becoming less and less active. So that's something she can do, and she'll do it unknowingly, um, just living a sedentary lifestyle. So you're going to have some challenges in making sure she can have that. And it's going to mean, yeah, maybe getting her um, accustomed to a harness and and spend a little time doing leash training um, or leash walking outside of the the cab. Um, And it does take time. You can do it if your kitty is food-motivated. I find that leash training and harness training, you got to take it in baby steps compared to dogs, but you can do it. It and um, just, you know, never pull her, uh, but just let her get used to the whole sensation of having the harness on without being outside of the cab. And, and that's really the first step to um, get her used to. Um, and I think that as far as, you know, canned food, certainly, you know, that may be fine and she likes that. But if you actually fed her dry food, there's some opportunities to get her a little bit more movement and doing things in the cab. So, um, some of the dry foods, you can put those in food dispensing toys for cats. So they have to kind of bat it around, push it around, move, investigate, do things in kind of like what they naturally do in the wild. Cats don't just sit around and birds hop in their mouth. They got to work for it. So. Let her do more work in the cab while you're driving and that might be just by switching and modifying some of her food over to a dry form. We don't want to overfeed her. So you gotta cut well, back on the other things.
19: That I do that's why I feed her dry food, but it's not that that cornmeal, you know how they have cornmeal or or it's uh perina know, what is it? A smart smart thing. It's just turkey, the first thing on there is turkey or Okay, so it's a, a
6: kibble time. form then,
19: right? Yeah, I, I mean, okay. I do have some soft stuff. I'm going to give her that every once in a while, but I give her the hard, the hard stuff all the time, so she's always coming down and getting that. And then if she hears me rolling something like a wrapper, she's right there like, where's mine, you know? And yours is down where it always is, you know? And yeah. And yeah. Goes, goes, I could, I, not, I probably give her too many snacks, but I got her training on the snacks. she wants something, she has to sit. And then she has, and I stick one finger out and I say, wait, 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 and then she eats the snack, you know.
6: Yeah. I, I, well, you, you can turn, dog dog that, dog t- r- turn that, turn that turn that motivation for those treats and performing into getting her used to that harness and I think that would be a, a great thing and and uh, you know allow her to do more things, energy, and get some exercise and uh, it definitely sounds like she'll, she's going to work for that food for you. How much are you supposed to feed her? She's about that, 5 the, years old. Yeah, that's going to depend a lot on the food, the calorie content and her current condition and I can tell you that a healthy weight cat, about 10 pounds, with the average food may eat a half a cup a day. Now, if she's uh-huh. not moving much. Much, she's going to need less. And if the calorie content of the food is higher or lower, you're going to have to change that. So um, I do always refer to the bag as a starting point. But for a cat that's not moving around and kind of sitting on her, her buff for most of the day, you're going to need to feed less than what they recommend on the label. So, Cheryl, you're getting turned into a cat lover. I can tell. Yep, I, I hear it in
2: your voice. cat. <laughs> oh. oh,
6: okay, now that I'm used to it, but i surprised everybody. They didn't
19: think it would work out with her being on the truck, but... She turns on my headlight for me in the morning while I get ready to get up.
2: Okay. We've talked about Stella and Chewy's family of freeze dried and frozen dinners for dogs. Now we're pleased to share two new exotic dinner additions, simply venison and absolutely rabbit. Both are made with 90% single source protein and enhanced with organic fruits and vegetables. Each are fortified with vitamins, minerals, and probiotics to be 100% complete and balanced. Stella and Chewy's, the official food of Ladybug, animal radio studio stunt dog. Only the good stuff. For more information, go to Stella and Chewy's.
11: Here's a surprising summertime fact from new Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. We all know that irritants like bug bites and poison ivy can make you itch. But what you might not know is how. Actually, it's the histamines your body creates in reaction to these irritants that make you miserable. But now that scratch has met its match. New Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. Its maximum strength itch medicine blocks your itch-causing histamines fast for long-lasting relief. New Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. The relief you've been itching for. Use as directed.
12: Mom, i the best dream. <laughs> well, good morning to you too. Okay, so I was at night. I had a sword and our house was a castle. There was this angry dragon. It was
3: kind of scary. Oh yeah? But I protected the castle. Oh, that's my brave little man. I'm glad our castle is safe.
16: Your home is your castle and sometimes you need help defending it. The National Association of Realtors supports maintaining homeowner tax incentives because they make home ownership more affordable for more families. Learn more at houselogic.com
17: extremely dry itchy skin needs intensive relief that lasts so get gold bond intensive healing cream with two dedicated medicines it targets the underlying causes of itch and irritation whether they be allergies rashes irritation or just dry chapped skin and it has seven moisturizers to provide relief that lasts and lasts gold bond intensive healing cream intensive healing for lasting itch relief uses directed
1: Animal radio. These are the days, my friends. We are we are spoiling our animals like crazy, and they uh, they know it too. And I know that uh, my dog and my cat are going to spend the afternoon out in the garden with me. I'm going to do a little gardening this afternoon, but I know there's some uh, there's some stuff they need to stay away from this time of year. Doctor Debbie always gets these. Calls in her office about cocoa mulch and fertilizers and all the stuff you see in the garden when you do your garden.
6: Yeah, well, you know, it's it's that season and and we're all kind of out enjoying it. And um, you know, we just got to think ahead of those those pets' needs and things that might be really appetizing or interesting for them. And and cocoa mulch is one you just mentioned. That's, I mean, it basically smells like chocolate. It's a an additive that you can put to fertilize and helps to restore nutrients in the soil. But you know, dogs can eat this and actually have a chocolate toxicity. So, um plus it make them pretty sick and, and puking up chocolate <laughs> scented uh vomit. So, Don't not good. And then the other things, you know, the <laughs> fertilizers and things like that that you're putting out in the yard, the first recommendation is make sure your pets are safe. So, how Keep them inside. Don't leave them out while but you're applying these products.
1: How long, How long, though? I mean, I put the stuff out on the lawn that's uh, supposed to get rid of all the weeds. I know that they can go back on the lawn after it's dried, or what's the deal? How long should I wait before the animals can go back out on the grass?
7: For
6: most um, fertilizers and herbicides, the general guideline is you want to wait about 24 hours. And never allow the pets out when it's wet. So you can help hasten the kind of the absorption of this material by watering the grass and just keeping the pet off that area. And in the biggest concerns are if they get into the pure products, um, the concentrated, um, or if it's a wet product. So, um, otherwise probably not a huge concern for them, but you know, there are people that use, you know, natural, um, mulch, um, thinking that's going to be the safe alternative and it isn't always the case. You can get a pet that ingests, um, gets into the, uh, the compost pile and, and it'll have a toxicity from getting into, you know, green, rotten potatoes oh, or. Yeah onions or you name it chocolate rotten foods that mold there can be toxins released by those so you know really you know gardening isn't always something that that we take that lightly and uh look look out for those pets there
4: that was beautiful dr debbie you're amazing
6: all right you're just trying to sweeten me up here aren't you yeah
1: how about uh will dr debbie get excited yeah how about that let's let's go ahead and do that
4: Well, first of all, Will Dr. Debbie Get Excited is brought to you this week by Alan Cable's New Dog Food, Other Dogs' Butts. Your your dog will love it. (laughs) Dr. Debbie, I've uh, created a Dr. Debbie excitement feature, which is designed to appeal to your intellectual side and then to your Mark Wahlberg side. So first of all, will this get Dr. Debbie excited? This concerns the spider goat. The spider goat. Ah,
1: she likes spiders and she likes goats. So I'm going to say that yes, probably the spider goat will excite her. Judy, what do you think?
3: I
2: don't know if I was there in the initial conversation again. Just I'm always pick behind one. The Just scenes. Pick one. Uh, Yes, I agree.
4: This is fascinating, Dr. Debbie. <laughs> fascinating. Scientists have managed to mix a goat with a spider and they've created a goat that produces spiders' silk in its milk. The goats look completely normal and they're 1 170th thousandth. One one seventy thousandth a spider, and what happens is they now produce an incredibly strong spider silk fabric from the goat milk. It's stronger than steel. It's five times as strong as steel, and it weighs the same as cotton.
1: Can I change now, my No.
6: Okay. Wait a minute. Now I gotta say, is there is there a spoof? factor in this kind of stuff? Because when you say that, I'm like, wait a no, minute. This no, sounds like you're no, making is, up. Yeah, we're supposed to no. guess true
2: or false? No,
4: this is absolutely <laughs> true. They, they've inserted just one spider gene into the goat's egg. The adult goat produces milk that can be processed to create an incredibly strong spider silk fabric called... It's a bio-steel fabric that is estimated to be five times as strong as steel and about the same weight as cotton. Mm. I don't, don't
1: laugh. This is how Spider-Man got his start. I That's was going to say, say that right sounds
6: now. like his clothing there. But you know what? I don't know. That's interesting, neat, but I still don't know if I... i, I got to read the, the abstract with that one.
4: All right, time to talk about copulation. You, okay. know, you probably already know this, Dr. <laughs> Debbie, but the, the male praying manis cannot copulate while its head is attached to its body. Oh. The female has to rip his head off first.
2: I thought she did it afterwards.
4: (laughs) No, no. You got got that in the wrong order.
7: You've been doing it wrong all this time.
4: Now, now, will this get Dr. Debbie excited? This concerns oysters. Oh, good. They can change from one gender to another and then back again. Wow.
2: Now, that's exciting. That got me excited.
4: <laughs> that's yeah, that's exciting.
1: I guess an oyster wouldn't need a date,
4: really. I Just a,
1: a night on the town by itself would be fine.
2: I guess an oyster, it's its own aphrodisiac. <laughs> that's good,
6: Judy. I like that. You know
2: what? I, I think I was most amused by the praying mantis
6: thing because I think, you know, the biologics of, you know, these critters are really amazing. You know, uh, the the oyster was okay, but uh, I don't know that I was really excited. I mean, I, I think it's really cool and interesting about the praying mantis. I think that's, uh, you know, just any time that a, a female can just kind of show the man <laughs> <you> know, the, <laughs> the right way there. I think that's awesome. Uh, ladies, how about, talk-
4: how about squids can commit suicide by eating their own tentacles?
2: <laughs> oh, where do you find this stuff? It's a,
4: I, I did a Google search uh, called "Will this excite Dr. Debbie?" and these things <laughs> popped up.
6: It's going viral right now. So yeah.
1: <laughs> Boy, you'll find anything on Google and Google Earth, won't you?
4: Yes, I'm working very hard. I mean, this is this is my baby. This is my feature. This is gonna this
1: is gonna make me or break me right here. This is what's gonna launch Alan Cable right over the edge into show business.
2: Yes. And then he'll shun us, just like Emmy Lou. <laughs> Well, me and Emmy
1: Lou will get married and we'll
4: shun you together.
1: Uh, we got email for Dr. Debbie here. By the way, actually, this came in off of uh, the application. If you want to ask us a question from the Animal Radio app for iPhone or Android, go ahead and download that app, or you can send it to us at voice at animalradio.com. For Dr. Debbie, Steve Worsley writes I have a five month old multi poo. She loves to be outside. However, he likes to eat fresh. I noticed that she
2: she and hmm. it turns into she and he like an oyster. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> However, he likes to eat fresh grass. I'm afraid this can be harmful to him. Can you please share if this is something that I should be concerned about or not?
6: Good question. A lot of dogs do this, and you know the underlying cause of why dogs eat grass. We'll we'll debate about that all day. Um, You know, a lot of people think they know the answer, but there's really a lot of different motivations here. And and some people believe it's because they're cleansing their system and they're inducing vomiting. um, That it's just you know something they're doing as out of boredom, Um, or maybe that they're just trying to increase you know the fiber and more of the uh, kind of the herbivore in their diet, if you will. But you know, in a in a young puppy that. That's doing this, and you know, not having GI problems with vomiting, diarrhea, problems gaining weight. You know, it's really not something I worry about, Steve. And it's typically something that you know we would look for opportunities for your pet to do other things. So playtime, supervised playtime, will help to decrease um, the time that they'll eat the grass. And um, you know, and then you can find other things to entertain them. But you know, the important thing also I will say is that you need to make sure if your dog does eat a lot of grass or grazes in. The the yard uh, it, it's an opportunity for parasite ingestion so mm. we do need to make sure that this baby gets regular dewormings and fecal checks you know even if it's just a harmless grass eating behavior because it, it is definitely a concern in some areas
1: i guess i got to cut my grass eating out pretty yeah. sure that.
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> plus it's staining you, your teeth how? it
1: really is
6: <laughs> but you know it's good for breath so it, you know and I have to say that there are some dogs that are just what I call grass mower dogs um, or lawnmower dogs. So they just kind of nibble, 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 nibble like little goats going around. So, um you know. You know. Not something I usually let the doggies do.
1: Okay. Uh, hey, amazing. Steve, thank you for your email. Your voice at AnimalRadio.com. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella & Chewy's, natural goodness for dogs made with raw USDA-inspected meat. It's raised naturally, no added hormones, no antibiotics. It's the official food of Ladybug the Studios. Dog. Visit them at com. You know, I didn't want to do this. I really didn't want to do this because
4: I didn't want to explode Dr. Debbie's head with excitement. But uh-huh. I'm afraid I'm going to have to drop the nuclear weapon. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Alright. Are, are you sitting, Dr. Debbie?
3: Yes, I am sitting. All
4: right. A pig's orgasm lasts for thirty minutes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that really is the big one. Are you okay, Doctor Debbie? All right. Yeah. Right.
6: I think that okay. that's pretty that's pretty interesting though, I gotta say.
4: Yeah. You might not be able to walk for the rest of the day. I didn't want to do that. Yeah, but foreplay only lasts a couple of seconds. <laughs> Makes Hal feel better to it think really so. It really does. <laughs>
20: hey it's vinnie penn your party animal on animal radio thanks for joining us i wanted to tell you about a racket my brother's got going on my brother's uh, lived in new york city um for about 20 years now longer than that maybe even and uh one of my sisters is going to be away for the holiday and he's decided to come in and dog sit for her her dog lucky while she's gone well That's all well and good, because I figured he had a place to crash. Now I didn't need to be bothered with him, just, you know, have him uh, over uh, when it suits me. And now, just got back to me that this is the deal that he procured to dog sit for his own sister. She pays for his train ticket in, round trip. She stocks the fridge with food, the car with gas, and the cupboards with booze. The only thing missing is an actual fee on top of it. Now, am I wrong? I mean, dog sitting I respect as a gig, but my brother really, I mean, he's really pulling a fast one here, and she is going for it. Plus, it's like she's forgotten how he was when we were kids. Half of her CDs are going to be gone. Silverware is going to be gone. Uh, A lot is going to be missing when she gets back. You know, the more I think about it, I'd like to dog sit for Lori when she goes away. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio.
7: Who let the dogs out?
4: Hi, it's Alan Cable, and it's time for another dog tip. Here's a sound you never want to hear. <laughs> Fact is, a lot of people hear that every single day. And it's scary. Could be your own dog is taking over your life. When it gets that far, when your dog is growling or nipping at you, maybe for even sitting on your own couch or getting into your own bed, getting close to his food, trying to shoo him away from a window or door he's barking at, when it gets that far, it's time for you to bring in professional help. Don't try to fix this problem on your own, especially when you have a big, strong, powerful dog. It doesn't happen overnight, but if you let a dog take control of your life, you're probably going to have problems problems. problems down the line and they could be big ones you may think you're showing your dog affection by letting him sit in your spot on the couch or taking over your bed you may make excuses when he growls at you for getting too close to his food or trying to take one of his toys you rationalize it away when he nips at you he did it because i gave him that toy it's his and i tried to take it away i've disturbed him while he's eating naturally he's upset he tried to bite me when i got in my own bed because i woke him up this is by far the biggest reason why people give up dogs (sighs) the dog gets aggressive you get scared he gets more aggressive and an aggressive dog is a scary dog most people can't handle it they worry about their kids and their friends coming over and the more they worry the worse the problem gets they appear very weak in the dog's eyes and the dog has no trust for them so they start locking the dog away from people they can't bring him out anywhere and the dog either gets given up or spends most of his time locked up away from other dogs and away from people he gets labeled as being vicious when you think about it it's pretty sad and it's avoidable and with the right person in your corner, this problem can also be corrected. So if your dog is starting to become aggressive or he's already full-blown out of control, you owe it to the dog to get him help because you probably contributed a great deal to the problem. Once you come to terms with that and make the decision to learn, change, and grow, with a great professional at your side, your dog can change too. Get more tips at AnimalRadio.com.
11: This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolic Hat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that provide hours of fun for you and your pets.
3: I'm Stacey Cohen for Animal Radio. A Kansas woman is crediting her training as a social worker with helping her survive a ladies' room encounter. Ready with this? A 250-pound tiger she happened to meet in the bathroom. According to the Selena Journal, Jenna Kribel took a trip to the bathroom during a break in the action at the Isis Shrine Circus in Selina. Well, unbeknownst to her, one of the tigers managed to get loose and decided to hit the restroom the same time she did. Cribles says she opened the door. She saw this huge cat about two feet in front of her. She explains that she now realizes how scary the ordeal was. But at the time, she was only thinking about getting out of the bathroom as a social worker. I w- You know what? She should have stayed in the bathroom because that would have scared the crap out of me. And she's in the right place. <laughs> As a social worker, though, Kripel says she's trained to always be alert, which is a skill she's very glad that she's acquired. A Montana man says he and his pet macaw were reunited on Sunday, thanks in part to the bird's distaste for women. Mike Taylor tells the Great Falls Tribune he was separated from Spike five years ago when his wife sold the bird after their divorce. He says he's always wondered what happened to Spike, and he got his answer earlier this month when a friend recognized the bird at a sanctuary in Butte. Taylor got in touch with the director of the sanctuary, Lori McAlexander, and was able to convince her that Spike was his bird. There was a few details, though. He described the bird's toenails because these toenails apparently were deformed. His habit of saying love, love and the fact that he hated women after supposedly being abused by a previous owner McAlexander said uh, she knew exactly what he was talking about, explaining that only male handlers had been able to deal with Spike since he arrived. So the two kissed, made up, and went on their way. Justin Bieber oh, and his monkey. Just weeks after that monkey named Mally was confiscated by customs agents in Munich, comes word that the pop star plans to give up his pet. What a creep. German authorities told E! News uh, Bieber's management recently contacted them and asked them to find a good home for Mally. Bieber apparently still needs to submit an official document. However, it was a lack of documentation that prompted German officials to detain Mally in the first place. Upon his arrival in Munich for a concert last month, the singer was unable to provide the necessary paperwork for his pet. He was charged a fine and the cost of the quarantine. Mally's reportedly been living at a shelter with some other monkeys, the Federal Agency for Nature Conservation is expected to make a decision on Mally's future home. That's so sad. I mean, come on, that's your pet. You you don't just give it away. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning
11: automatic pet toys that exercise and entertain your pets. Learn more at Frolicat.com.
10: This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for Anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions, protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call
7: 1-800-838-5562. This time?
1: Okay. Okay. Animal Radio is brought to you by D-Herbs, with over 400 products available for both you and your pet. Jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing. Go to d com. That's d com. providing better solutions for better health. Maybe we should just, we can start calling people on the phone book and interviewing them.
2: <coughs> Randomly dial numbers. I think we have yeah. Ken on the
1: phone, uh, so yes, we uh, we're going to talk to him in just a second here. And uh, if you That's... just tuned in, we were supposed to have Amy Lou Harris for her second appearance talking about Wolfstock on the show. I believe Judy's actually texting Emmy Lou right now to find out what the deal is. But we were able to wrangle Ken Howard. Hey, Ken, how are you doing? are oh, you? good. You're filling in for Emmy Lou today. I got to make sure. Do you have any Grammys?
21: I was going to say it's, uh, I love her, but uh, oh no, no, that's way too big a reach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a couple. You have a Tony at least. I know that.
22: I
21: do. That's true. That's amazing.
1: Well, I I grew up to watching you as the White Shadow. Yes, sir. And now you're involved with the animals. What's going on?
21: The Foundation—they're great. It's uh, my wife and I are on the national board. Uh, they're really, really good at reaching out to to the animals themselves. The money that they are able to uh, provide for spay and neuter programs and rescuing and uh, medical—they're uh, very good. It's all volunteers, and uh, we see to it that the money actually gets, you know, to the vet or buying the dog food or, or getting the uh, animals rescued. But, yeah. You know, it's, um, well, uh, euthanasia's uh, epidemic proportions in places like everywhere, but in L.A. and New York and all. And it's, it's disheartening. It's a very difficult thing to battle, you know. But uh, any, uh, any creature, any animal deserves to be able to live, not to be put down just because there's no space for them. For them, you know. And so it's a difficult thing to deal with, but uh, we're putting a dent in it, and uh, it's a very effective group, very well uh, uh, backed and thought through, and it's just. One of those things you try to do to contribute to making society a society a little bit better. Mm.
1: So. I like how you're giving the money right to where it needs to go. These bigger organizations, the national ones like the HSUS or ASPCA, spend so much on just marketing for that. Uh, you know, the, the first twenty dollars that you give them actually is for their marketing materials to get you to give them twenty dollars. So exactly, you know, it's yeah. really
21: one of the things I stress about animal advocacy. It's so well thought out that way. And, and every nickel that comes in is, is going to get to help the animals. And you're absolutely right. That makes them very special and very good.
2: Worthy. Not only that, but the salaries some of those guys make. Oh, yeah. Half a million dollars a year in salaries.
21: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Onyx and Breezy, where are they located? Cause I'll
21: well, be Onyx with... and Breezy started actually on the East Coast okay. in New York. A marvelous couple, uh, Wanda and Mark chefs actually the Onyx and Breezy were the name of two labs that died very close to each other, but they were able to keep one of them living for quite some time because they were able to afford the medical treatment, and uh, Wanda turned to her husband at one point and said, you know, we're able to do this, but there are a lot of people who can't. And that got her thinking about the kind of foundation that can help mm-hmm. those uh, those animals that are in need, where there just isn't the uh, financial assistance there. And so they They've created something where it can be provided, and uh, they're doing it very, very well. And they're fun. I mean, they're, they're a lot of fun to deal with. Uh, uh, my wife gets a great kick We're working with the uh, Wanda chefs. They're and uh, maybe it reminds me of my New York upbringing. They're very, very New York and very, very funny and savvy. <laughs> and, uh, so now there's uh, a lot going around the country. I mean, all, all across the country. There, uh, it's in the. Brochure. I won't read it all to you, but it's amazing the uh, how expansive it's become.
1: Do you have any pets at home?
21: We have a couple of little carriers. Uh, uh, <laughs> Hannah and Harley, who aren't running around whiffing right now.
1: Are they spoiled? <laughs>
21: yeah, they're, they're spoiled rotten. Yeah, that's what we <laughs> do. So we always have uh, some. Actually, if we got, forbid we had two more space, I think we'd have, uh, there's, no, there's no limit to uh, how many animals probably my wife yeah. would love to have around but we've, yeah, uh, we've always uh, had uh, you know dogs and cats in our lives, and also this even expands to uh, other animals on it. own whether it's uh, uh, domestic animals, you know, of all sorts, even if it's a little guinea pig or a horse, whatever.
1: Mm. Yeah. Are you still the president of SAG-AFTRA? I am. Okay, so you're, are you wrangling any of the uh, other actors for this cause, bringing them into the fray? Uh, a little
21: bit. I try not to. <laughs> Uh, blended too much. Every now and then I'm able to kind of, but really I reach out to, uh, performers, a lot of high profile performers occasionally to try to help with this. But, uh, a lot of times I find that, uh, I want to be careful to not, you know, confuse things because when I, when I reach out to them for issues that are really necessary for SAG AFTRA, yeah uh, that has to be a priority, at least in terms of this work. I'm, uh, that, that's coming along very well and we're in a process of transition now that we've 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 merged and uh, uh I I think we're doing quite well. Some I mean, some tough difficult choices uh having to be made, but uh oh.
4: Right. Tough job. Uh oh. Heads are rolling. <laughs>
7: <laughs>
21: yeah, well mergers mergers a big demanding I you know, when you put the two organizations together and you have to find ways to and make the numbers work, but I, I think we're doing it effectively, and I think it will all really, you uh, know, the realization of why this was needed will be in, in the collective bargaining this come. we had a very, very good commercials contract, and I think we'll do just as well, if not even better, in TV theatrical in another year. Oh, yeah, I want to do really all that. Awesome. How do I get involved? Yeah, that's, that's
4: <laughs> okay. hey, hey, you're a man of wealth and power. How much money's in your wallet right now? <laughs>
21: I may be a man with a little bit of power, but uh, wealth, no, no. What
7: is in my wallet right now? I don't
1: know. You've given it all to Onyx and Breezy. And I want to, by the way, I want to give out that website so people can check it out. Onyx is spelled O-N-Y-X, and Breezy.org. We'll link to it from AnimalRadio.com. You're doing great work, not only with SAG-AFTRA, but uh, helping out the Onyx and Breezy Foundation, and I appreciate you spending time with us.
7: I work yes. this
21: out, and I have these positions, both of them totally non-paid. There you go. <laughs> and can,
4: I, can I just say before you go, I loved your work as Tattoo on Fantasy Island. You were
1: brilliant.
7: <laughs> <laughs> That's the
21: kind of job I need right now, to put some money in my wallet.
1: <laughs> well, thank you so much for spending time with us, Ken. We appreciate it
21: me on. That's uh, good to get the word out. Thanks a lot. I hope Emily, Lewis fine.
7: She's
1: a delight. Jesus. Well, we, we hope she's fine too. She usually never stiffs us or anything. Now you, Judy, you're texting her. Is that correct? You're yeah, but I'm trying not to getting get in a touch response. With? Oh, I hope she's okay. We'll yeah. find out. She's doing a concert called Wolfstock and that's happening. Uh, what is that? June 8th with a bunch of musicians there in Nashville to benefit their, her, she has her own Bonaparte's Retreat, which is a uh, what is that? Uh, like a, a, it's a dog, dog rescue
2: that she has in her own backyard.
1: Can we thank Wolf, you for joining Wolfstock.
21: us? I like that. Isn't that a great that. name?
1: Take care. Okay, take bye, care. Bye bye now. He is uh, he. He sounds as just as tall as he is. He's one of those guys you know, that towers you know, he, over the He does there. sound guy. tall. He said that
4: he, he sounds knows. like he's walking upstairs. He's he's always winded. He sounded winded
1: the whole time. <laughs>
2: Look, we actually met him in LA. Actually, this was his second time. We, this was his second we interviewed him back in 2004. Oh,
1: 2004. Yes. In that, uh, what was it, Best Friends? the Best Friends oh, event
2: yeah. in Los Angeles? Yes.
1: My memory sucks. Yes. I do know Emmy Lewis has stiffed us. I haven't forgotten that. Yes. Heads are gonna roll. I think there's a logical
4: explanation for what happened. There I do too.
1: To be. Let's go to a to house and
5: bang on the door. And we'll record right in front of a right in front of a house.
4: You guys are probably gonna feel bad for saying all the bad things you said about Emmy Lou Harris after you find out the reason why she couldn't be here. And you'll be ashamed of yourselves. Ashamed She
5: hates she hates Hal.
2: I'm already ashamed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at one 405 8405 Animal Radio is brought to you
1: by Wall Home Pet Products. Pet grooming can be easy and pain-free with Wall's extensive line of grooming products, which include everything from clippers to brushes to shampoos. Pet owners and professionals prefer Wall, don't they, Joey? I love Wall. Visit Wall. I Wahl. love Wall. Walpet.com. wallpet.com.
5: So last week I had a judges event. Like I said, I, I was the judge of the Rising Star Division, so basically it was the um, the newbies. Um, not really newbies, but they could be first-time groomers, or they could have be been groomed for 30 years and just never been in the ring before. And it's funny because I don't usually do that that often, and the grooming is so drastically different. And when you get someone that wants to critique, you know, usually you critique with no problem, but... It's always like you always try to find something good. With the, um, you know, something positive with the negative. And I had one girl that came up to me and the dog was loaded with knots and I had holes. And, you know, she was really excited about being in the ring. And, and I was grasping for straws trying to find <laughs> something positive <laughs> to say as I was looking at this dog with all these holes and trying to give a point. And I just felt like saying, listen, you, you need, you need a little bit more experience to never get back in the ring again with a dog with knots. That's what I felt like saying. But, Wow, why that would she? Nice. You'd
4: think she'd know that. You'd think, you think that would be rule number one in the groomer world, in the handbook.
5: Well, it really, you know what? There's been times where I found a knot and I just walked to the next dog, but that's in a more professional ring, and, and, and they understand it right away. You Pretty much it's like grooming 101 if you can't get knots out of your dog, especially if they're in a in a ring being judged. um you know, I mean that—that's a problem. But these were these are people. This was her first time in there. I didn't want to give her a bad experience, and you know, have her never do it again. And I was like, no, pretty, it's pretty good. With really, you know, with that fake smile on. Um, this <laughs> is what you gotta do. Aww. But it is what it is. If they're listening now, you understand. I, you know, I saved saved you some face. Now, now, try harder next time, please.
1: You're a pretty critical judge. I would never want to be judged by you.
5: No, I'm actually pretty good. I'm actually, if you remember, on, on Gruma Hazard, I was the nice judge, um, if anyone ever remembers
1: that. You were. I mean, you were the nice judge yes. on that show. It's true that they didn't do another episode or another uh Season of that show because they couldn't pay you enough. What no, I heard? Yes, that was that. Yes,
5: that's what it was. I was I was just making so much money I was breaking the bank, you know. Discovery wow. almost um, went bankrupt because of my salary, you know. Wow, man. That's why I went to Animal Radio, um, you know, for the for the for the pay. Um, I I just knew that, that you guys could pay me that much more, and so I came to Animal Radio. Otherwise, I would I mean, I'm all, it's all about the
4: money, you know. That stinks because I have to pay to be on the show. Yeah, I mean, you're getting paid for
1: this.
5: Well, yeah. Somebody, kind somebody, of somebody has to.
1: So I, they they got to get money from somewhere to pay me, I guess. Ah. So we're paying for you to to join us. <laughs> yeah. I,
5: yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Sounds like it.
4: Well, it's worth it.
5: Pretty pretty soon, I'll have enough money to um, get rid of my bike and, and buy a um, 1970 VW. Um, you know, of that Volkswagen.
1: Judy has just come into the studio. Why are you upset? Uh oh. One day we've been stiffed by Lou Harris, and what's what's worse than that is if a dog stiff. Us.
2: Ah, Let's oh, there you
1: go. go. Uh, you oh, the the hot studio line. hotline is ringing.
3: Animal Radio. Hi. Good. It's
4: somebody know? ordering a pizza.
1: Mushu Guy Pan.
3: Hi
22: everybody. This is Frankie Avalon, and I love Animal Radio. Keep listening.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. <laughs>
1: Force of Animal Radio is brought to you by Flex RX. Like people, as dogs get older, arthritis is the most common problem they face. FlexRx doesn't just mask the symptoms, it restores natural joint function. FlexRx is available at pet shops and retailers across the country. We're not going to be talking to Emily Lou Harris. As far as we know, she was supposed to be here celebrating our 600th show and uh, with the big announcement about wolf stock. Hey, did you know snails can only swim back? No, those are shrimps. sorry. Hey, Ben, how are you doing?
22: I'm doing great.
1: How about yourself? Good. Where are you calling from today?
22: Actually, I'm out on the lake. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Kicking
14: it on the lake, listening to Yeah. You. So what's
1: going on?
22: Oh, well, what I have is a uh, Canadian German Shepherd. We rescued her, and we picked her up when she's about a year and a half. She's probably right around four years old now. Okay. And we know she was probably a backyard breeder because she had a pup with her and the puppy ended up having hip um, dysplasia. So the veterinarian oh. did the surgery on the pup and ended up keeping the pup because he liked it so much.
6: Oh, wow. okay. Well, what about her? <laughs> What's she got going on? So anyway, now
22: her name's Daisy. She, she's an awesome dog. I cannot express how awesome she is. But, like, she used to be able to jump up in the back of the truck. She can't do that. She yikes really loud. makes loud noise, uh, like, you know, a lot of pain.
7: Okay. Um,
22: like if we're playing with her in the house uh, with with the ball, she likes running back and forth and jumping in the air. You'll uh, hear her yip, and mm-hmm. a couple of times when I touch her in her hips, and she is yiped. So I have okay. concerns that more than likely she may have hip dysplasia.
6: Yeah, no, I would share that concern as well, there, Ben. And I think uh, now, now I'm assuming you haven't really had this looked at yet, or, or have yet, you seen a veterinarian?
7: No. No, I have not.
6: Okay. I'm going to give you that confirmation that you need to pick up the telephone and call your veterinarian because those symptoms that you are noticing are definitely of concern for um, a dog for hip dysplasia. Now, a German Shepherd, that by all means is one of the first things we talk about um, is there is a, an inherited and a breed tendency for things like hip dysplasia. Um, so if a pup already had a problem, um, then yes, I'm going to say that's very suspect for her. So anything, early symptoms of hip dysplasia in a young dog, or even a young adult dog. You know, we might see a shortened gait. They may be a little crouched down in the back end. Some dogs will do what we call a bunny hopping gait, where their back legs kind of go together like a rabbit instead of left, right, left, right. Those are very subtle things. Now, if we're seeing pain, difficulty jumping, or if you're like, if you put your hand over the hip area and as she's moving, you feel a pop, um, those are all more advanced signs that we've got some problems there. So the first thing, I like to do for a pet with these types of concerns is to get some x-rays, to know what we're up against and what the realities of what we can and can't do to help. Sometimes it may be medication, other times it might be surgery, and I think that's going to be the first point as we figure out where your doggy fits into this equation, at least in the meantime, till you do get to the veterinarian, I would not hesitate to get this baby on some good joint support. Things like glucosamine or even lubricin, which is a high hyaluronic acid uh, supplement. It helps to replace some of the synovial fluid. It's actually in a liquid formula. And these type of products can help in a kind of natural way to help relieve inflammation, pain, and to restore the joint to a better situation. Now, there are some joints that need more help than that. So we might need to pull out other medicines, non-steroidal pain relievers, Um, sometimes um, narcotic-like medicines like tramadol can be very helpful for dogs, Um, Um, With minimal side effects for long-term use, if those hips are really, really bad.
22: We exercise her. She likes running on the treadmill, believe it or not. Okay. Uh, About 20 to 30 minutes a day, maybe a mile, mile and a half.
6: Wow. Okay. And that's great if she's got that interest and she wants to do that and she has, um, you know, the drive. The thing we have to watch is that, you know, there's probably pain associated with that. So if you're noticing her having discomfort during the day, take a little easy with that exercise till we can get, okay. um, a good diagnosis, know where we're at with things. Um, but definitely a dog with arthritis. That's, a, and that's a great point you bring up. We don't want a dog with arthritis to sit around the house. That's the worst thing we can do. I'll tell you, I was away on vacation, uh, you know, enjoying um, a few Mai Tais in Hawaii, (laughs) and we had a dog sitter watching our dogs. I have a 13-year-old Labrador. She goes out walking with us about four to five days a week for an hour in the morning, and she's arthritic. We're treating it. But I'll tell you what, being cooped up in a house for two weeks, we came back, and she had lost a lot of function. She was stiff. She was gimping, and she did not have the stamina she did just three weeks prior, so it is really important to keep up that exercise, but also to make sure we're not pushing her too far and control that pain as best and, we
4: can. And you can keep her off concrete, right, Doctor Debbie? Keep her on like grass, soft surfaces. That'll help a little, won't it?
6: If you can, just like people, you know, if you're if you're a jogger, um, it's better to jog on either dirt or grass than you know on those solid uh, concrete surfaces. Swimming is by far um, the best exercise for a pet with a joint problem. It's non-weight bearing, burns calories, lets them build that muscle tone, and. Uh, you know that's what it's all about. We got to keep that range of motion going in our arthritic pets, and and for ourselves too. <laughs> uh,
4: Doctor Debbie, are, are you noticing that hip dysplasia is becoming more prevalent? It, it's it's more widespread than it was, like even 10 years ago.
6: You know, I don't know that it's becoming more prevalent. I think pet owners are becoming more savvy to recognizing those signs and treating it. So whereas a lot of pets, you know, when I first entered practice a long time ago, a lot of pets were put down because they had arthritis. Now we're finding ways to manage it and how to make them live fuller lives that are longer and controlling their pain. Um, and we just become much more aware of it. So um, now, I think that's just now, everyone's you know, talking about it.
19: Now, the
22: question I have, If let's say uh, for somebody that has a dog, that hit, let's just hit dysplasia, and the what they have to do is end up having surgery on the dog. How successful is surgery Know, a on like that,
7: mm-hmm.
6: You know, it's going to depend greatly on what type of approach and what kind of surgery they can do. Now, for young dogs, like you mentioned, his her pup, um, if we can intervene before arthritis sets in, when they have a nice um, kind of cleared uh, hip joint where they don't have that arthritic buildup, but they have poorly fitting hips, dogs that have that surgery called a TPO have excellent success. But that we have to intervene generally before a year to year and a half. So for an older pet, we're either going to talk either hip replacement or what we call an FHO, ephemeral head ostectomy. And it will depend a lot on what your pet's x-rays look like and overall
2: health.
1: That's all we have time for today. I want to thank Ken Howard for filling in for Emmy Lou Harris. He did a fine job.
2: Yes, he did. Kudos to Ken.
1: Don't forget to download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. You can ask your questions right from the app. And of course, Dr. Debbie's books, Yorkshire Terriers, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend, also one on Shih Tzus, Pugs, and Mini Schnauzers. We link to it from AnimalRadio.com. And check out Joey Volani's line waterless shampoo products. We'll see you next week right here for more Animal Radio.
3: Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
1: All right, you guys, I love you. This is Animal
7: Animal Radio Radio
3: Network.